News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Pride must return to the protest that it once was. That was the call from drag queen Davina Devine in a recent interview. But has Pride changed much in recent years? Brian Merriman is the founder of the International Dublin Gay Theatre Festival. Um, Brian, I do see all the, the Pride flags sort of everywhere on the, on the streets. Is that just pinkwashing? Is that what that is? It, it's not really a, a commitment to, to Pride? What, what do you make of it? Well, it is wonderful to see, and it brings so much colour and joy into the streets, and the streets will be packed this weekend with very happy people. And that's uh, a million miles away from where things were 30 and 40 years ago. So that, of course, is to be welcomed. But I think some people see that as their only contribution to the, the, the year. And I think that's, that's where Javina is coming from. The backlash is already starting. Um, I think 900 people... Uh, reassigned their agenda uh, up to the end of 2021. You'd think there's 9 million with the kind of hatred that's online against uh, trans people, um, the kind of the ridiculing of conversion therapy, the bizarre uh, responsibilities and reactions to the anti-hate bill. I've never seen so many people coming out looking for the right to hate people when we have a constitutional guarantee of freedom of expression. So um, it's great that people are engaging. You know, I remember walking behind the, the, the as a volunteer group, the bus fumes of the big, large, expensive corporates uh, in the parade. Now we're back up in the front again. But it's really important to know that we are still talking about people's lives, the lives of people who are still discriminated against, um, and also the fact that there is a backlash coming. As I said, the ba- do you mean a backlash coming against Pride, against the LBG, LGBT I, community? Against the backlash? All minorities. Okay. Yeah, I think, it's, it's, I think it's against all minorities. And Pride, of course, has this great gift of celebrating everybody. Like, you're going to see people over the weekend of all different races. You will see with the traveller community, people with disabilities, um, older people, people with different faiths and religions, etc. So it has a great inclusivity. And there is a, a, a movement in society across the world of picking on minorities again. We're lucky. We have constitutional guarantees. We've got very good legislation here. We've got a lot of people elected to our parliament. But like, look at Uganda at the moment and um, look at the countries that are not taking action. No, and absolutely, Uganda, Uganda, the Middle East, yeah. Russia, I, 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 I mean, I see it and we all see it and, and see it for what it is. But but is it not very different here, Brian? Like, like, I mean, ever since marriage equality, I think that was 2015. But in general, is there not, and notwithstanding, I know there have been homophobic attacks and things like that have happened over the years. But is that not... A, a, a minority of, of of prejudiced people. That is is Ireland not a much more welcoming place now for the LGBT community? One hundred percent, it is. Um, the the difficulty is is that when we become more inclusive in society, some people feel that they're pushed out. Um, and on that basis, there are now extremes that we didn't have before. Um, and it's important to to be able to counterbalance those extremes with what pride is, which is, you know, fun, joy, celebration, inclusivity. And, and that annoys people. It annoys certain cohorts in society. 
who who find the most vulnerable in our community, etc., and pick on them and start describing them again. I, I know, say, for example, trans people who are the most dignified, private, truth-telling people I've ever met in my life. And when I read the stuff online, it is absolutely appalling. Apparently, it's all an ideology these days. And, uh, you know, and you look at it, we've always had gender ideology in education. Boys did honours maths, girls did domestic science. And nobody ever gave out about that. And I, I think that's gender that, stereotyping rather than gender yeah. ideology. But no, but it, but, but it was an ideology to make sure that, that maths was not available to girls. It also is relation to the segregation in sports, for example. And it's only now that there's a... Like, the IRFU produced a policy the other day about trans people in rugby. How many of the 900 people of all ages want to play rugby in Ireland? I've asked them this question online a dozen times and there's silence. So that's Brian, a very I, I have to put it to you because you're bringing these things yeah. up that some of the yeah. reasons that there are issues uh, uh, around trans women in sports is, is that physically irrespective of testosterone levels, they're physically bigger, they're taller, they've longer legs, Absolutely. they've bigger lungs. And so, so there is an issue, not only, some people would argue the issue of fairness, but in things like contact sports, there's an issue of safety. Sure. And that's what, that's what we're, it's not about the IRFU, it's World Rugby have come up with those, with those stats. You know, the IRFU have their own policy too. And 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 I and I, say, I don't know if there's anybody in the in, in looking to play rugby uh, who are trans people in Ireland. I don't know. And by producing things like that, without that discussion, without that engagement, etc., I think adds further to the negative stereotyping. All right. So, look, look, so just, what we're going to be doing this weekend yes. is we're going to be celebrating it. We're going to make sure that people realise that there is no ideology. Um, that there is no stereotyping. You're going to see some of the youngest people on the streets and some of the oldest people. There's a lot of people coming out this weekend who've been battling for their place in society for 40 and 50 years. There's a lot of anniversaries this year, yeah. which is really nice. And I'm nice, sure, nice just, just before we go, I'm sure, like, we do live in a different Ireland and I, I, I we're probably a similar vintage. So I, I grew up, I uh, wasn't part of the LGBT community, but I grew up in an Ireland that I remember was a cold house back in the day yeah. in, the, in the 80s and all of that kind of stuff. Like like Pride nowadays, it is standing on the shoulders of the people who've gone before, isn't it? It is standing on the shoulders. It also includes all our allies. And that's absolutely huge. There's so many straight people now who yeah. join in this celebration, yeah. who, who, who bring their families to it. That's absolutely great. And we're also sadly standing on the graves of, of, of people who didn't make this journey with us. And of course, the late Declan Flynn in Fairview Park yeah. and we're still having a situation that there are kids who believe that what happened in Navin is right you know so you know we, we still have a lot of dialogue I'm, I, 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 I just have to be clear with you Brian I, I don't think what has happened in Navin has been established I don't think the facts of that have been established and I don't think we I don't think we can say that but nonetheless look I'm sure you're right that it will be a fabulous weekend, a celebration, a very happy time. There will be allies as well as the, the, the LGBT community. And, and I, I know News Talk wishes everyone who's taken part in Pride this weekend well. Thank you for speaking to us, Brian. Uh, that is Brian Merriman there, the founder of the International Dublin Gay Festival. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.